Welcome to Born Offside. After the summer must come rain, after the waffle must come coffee. And after Born Offside review show must, of course, come the preview show. We've got all kinds of things to be excited about this week. Just how many goals will Manchester City win by? Exactly which team does Jack Wilshire want to win? Are Bournemouth really called the cherries? And could they end the weekend on top? And should we be excited about Man United Spurs? Or is Jose going to park the bus on all our fun? So without further ado, ado we go! Welcome to another edition. It's week three, or the preview of week three anyway, of the Premier League. Uh, we'll have uh, all, we're going to review through all the games of the Premier League very quickly. Uh, and then we're going to touch a little bit on Europe. Touch, uh, and by touch, I mean touch. Croak. Uh, yeah, well, fondle. <laughs> do whatever, whatever we're else. Fondle Europe. <laughs> From a distance, though. So Mate, we, don't, we, are, you know. we are. We are. I think we're going to come out now as a um, anti-Brexit, uh, pro-Remain, because we love a good fondle of Europe, and we'll be very <laughs> sad to see it go. We will be, um, but it'll always be there. You know, we, we must take comfort from that at least. Will it? That it will. It will I mean, won't it? Like in the distance, anyway. We just won't be involved. That's all. Um, <laughs> I'm just yes. Like watching from the outside, so there you go. Um, all right, but we are here to uh, to review. Uh, we'll we'll start with, uh, with with the Premier League uh, straight off, uh, and uh, we've got some wonderful games uh, this this week. I don't know about you, Dave, but like uh, me personally, I'm I'm starting to get more and more excited after that kind mm. of. I, 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 the more I think about it. The, the the more I, I think you were correct about like having that sort of World Cup hangover thing go on, you know, where it was almost like a surreal kind of experience, and 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 we lived through a bit of a dream, and then we woke up and you know we had to had to get back on that train to get to work or whatever. Um, now it's coming into week three, and it's just giving we're just getting a little bit of, of substance, aren't we? To, yeah, to it's, getting, it's getting a little bit tasty. The league's starting to shape up. Narratives are starting to form. Football is all about narrative. And, mate, uh, I think this week we should start. I mean, it's always nice. I'm not nice, but it's always a done thing, right? Everyone starts at the top of the table. You look at, like, even though it's two games in, who's got six points, who are the traditional top six? But, mate, I think, you know, today we should start with a relegation start with relegation zone six pointer two teams who have got zero points and are therefore right down at the bottom of the table in serious trouble yes mate let's preview arsenal versus west ham <laughs> you go for it hey mind you last week we uh, we went for we went chronologically and it was newcastle versus cardiff and i think those are probably two fav- favorites to go down as well so um well, mate, I think that's, uh, one of them has got a point both of them have got a point and really? what kind of points are they making well, terrible points. You watch the game, not me. But um, let's not spend any more time on that game. Uh, but Arsenal West, Arsenal West Ham, mate, is uh, as a grand total of zero points. There, something has mm. to give. Someone, mate, I will tell you now. Go down your bookies and bet on it. Someone out of Arsenal West Ham will end up this weekend on at least a point. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a very, very, very safe bet. Um, now you're saying at least a point. At least. But 
like they could go for a point. You could bet for a point, and then one of them gets three. I mean, yeah, well, that's a lead. Um, three is better than one, isn't it? What's the ideal one for us? You know, as two uh, uh, avid haters of these two uh, uh, Londinium sides, what, 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 what for you is is the preferred result here? Mate, I am. I know. Speak for yourself. I'm impartial and unbalanced. Hang on, <laughs> unpartial and imbalanced. One of those. What? <laughs> no, not, not at all. Um, so, Mate, if they could, if they could both end end the weekend with zero points, would you take that? Yes, but I don't think I'm allowed to, um, <laughs> and it won't happen. It's so. an interesting thing when watching a football match when you kind of both don't like which teams. What do you want to happen? The draw is tempting, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The draw. I mean, West Ham probably be quite happy with the draw. Go to the empty crates and get a draw. So Very true. I think what I'm really looking for is red cards, uh, <laughs> and. And, and if failing that, some embarrassment somewhere, a howler, like maybe Petr Cech will find the back of the net this time. Oh, yes, please. That'll be great. Um, oh, mate, oh. interestingly, at the other end, uh, Lucas Flapianski uh, is uh, in goal for West Ham. When did that happen? Under my nose. Didn't see it. Off he went. But um, despite being um, hammered 4-0 and then conceded, I mean, they've conceded six goals in two games. I think Fabianski's actually played quite well. Um, well, Flappy Hansky is, he's, he's been around the blocks, hasn't he? And uh, he's, 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 he's been around to a, a, a number of very, very good teams. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, because the, they, they've been through their goalkeepers in the last couple of seasons as well, haven't they, West Ham? And uh, uh, they've, they've uh, unfortunately found a, a number of, of, of goalkeepers that have actually committed Harry Carey back there. So, uh, well, uh, yeah. Hard. Uh, like Joe Hart, like uh, Adrian, is it Adrian? Yeah, as well? Adrian, he's a bit Adrian, up and down. Adrian, yeah, so, and, uh, and yeah, so I think they're, I think they, they, they could do much worse than Flappy Hansky. Uh, and uh, I think, <laughs> I think they, they really could. But, um, mate, it's, it's, uh, it, it, the, the narrative of this one or the story around this one, really, or at least one of them, because there's actually quite a few here. Uh, uh, first of all, um, would you say that this, I mean, if realistically, uh, would you say that this is one that Arsenal have to win? I would say that, yes. I took a very long time to just confirm what you said. Yes. <laughs> Arsenal have, have to win. Like, can you imagine, like, if, three games and one or no points? Ooh, absolutely. Bad. If they don't. I mean, I know that, like, I know that a lot of people have been coming out saying that it's, it's, it's a team that's still to be molded and still, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Uh, but, you know, and, and it is fine that they've lost against two big teams. They did well, I think, against Chelsea. They rallied. Um, they, um, uh, uh, they are obviously Manchester City is Manchester City. So it's, uh, it's always very difficult to, to really do something about that. Um, but this is, this is really one that they should be, they should be absolutely putting putting to bed against uh, against Matt, uh, West Ham, isn't it? Sorry. But they should be putting it to bed, tucking it in, reading mm-hmm. it a bedtime story, turning off the light, and then going out to a nightclub or something. That's, <laughs> that's what Arsenal should be doing. With. I honestly, mate, think that that West Ham team is horribly imbalanced. Um, they've got an engine room. Like, you know, that, that we always refer to the centre of the, of the pitch, uh, the midfield area is the engine room of a team, right? That's, you know, mm-hmm. the midfielders are the ones that do the most up and down, basically the most running. 
if the West Ham engine room, as far as I understand it, is Mark Noble and Jack Wilshire, uh, West Ham's engine is, well, fucked. And mm. they need to, um, I don't know, repair it, replace it. And God knows what, I mean, it's a car without an engine, essentially. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's, there, there's not much legs in there, is there? And, and I think that's good. I think the big question is, will he put an extra, an, an extra man in there? Pellegrini must surely see that this Who? has been... Pellegrini. Who's, he put, who's I mean, Pellegrini, oh, fine, but who's he going right, to put yeah. in? Uh, I don't know. Is there? You know that that is one of the issues, isn't it? But surely they. I mean, who do they have last season in there? I mean, it was. Uh, uh, Coyote, they, wasn't it? But they sold him. Ah, uh, yes, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, pff, beats me. No idea. <laughs> well, they that, didn't. I hate to tell you this, mate, but they didn't have a very good season last year either. No, that's very true as well. So. It's um, it's it's tough. It's tough to see. It's tough to know what what is going to happen really with that one. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Um, but it's uh, it is Jack Wilshire coming back, isn't it? And I think he's obviously and come Flappy out Hansky. and said, and Flappy, Flappy Hansky, Hansky. yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, and I think he's he's come back and he said, you know, you know, he obviously wants to win here and prove them wrong uh but i mean it's i think it's i think it's a little bit too much to ask you know they he can go in there with all with all sort of positivity and everything but he's going to be he's going to be pretty pretty down downcast and downhearted i think at the end of this game because it's it's going to be uh, i think arsenal are going to win this one uh they've been threatening and uh, and i reckon Gwendozy will run the show again well yeah we'll see, it is we'll shit up against um, against uh, Mathieu Gwendozy Yes, uh, very true. Uh, Gwendozy Tampadozy. I don't think Obama Yang can be as bad in front of goal as he has been. Um, I'll be interested to see if Ozil plays because I'm still convinced he's just not trying hard enough. But yeah, yeah there, is, there are signs. Suggestions. Uh, yeah, there's been suggestions of him of him being dropped uh, and uh, uh, them playing Mkhitaryan, Ramsey, and Iwobi in behind Obama Yang, and uh, uh, you know him being dropped for this game because it does look like. Um, you know, from from the looks of things, anyway, from the way it's been looking, that that Emery is not scared of dropping players. He he's he's, he's both matches he's taken Shaka off, uh, and mate, mate, he's getting far too much credit for that. Both matches he started with bloody Shaka, who everyone will tell you is <laughs> useless. Like I have never in my entire time watching football seen Granite Shaka have a good game. I've seen him on occasion score a quite nice goal does like to thump it. He's entertaining. He gets stuck in. If he doesn't thump a ball, he will thump a man. But I don't know. I've never sat in a game and gone, oh, you know what's, you know what's been good today? Granite Xhaka. Never. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Like, so he doesn't get any credit for hooking him. He gets discredit for starting him for crying out. It's, it's very true. But I mean, what, what can you do? Because they, they, they did sign him for, for 30 odd mils. So that kind of, you know, I know, I know 30 odd mil nowadays is not all that much, but this was back in 2016 when 30 mil, you know, before the whole Neymar crap. So 30 odd mil was, was a lot at that time. So he would now be in that sort of region of the 50, 60 uh, mil, if you know what I mean, you know, if you, if you sort of translate it to the 2016 to bring it forward. Yeah, to yeah. Inflation. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, well, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm not saying he's worth that because I don't think he is. I think he's actually now probably worth, yeah, maybe 30 mil, you know, no, maybe no, even less. Yeah. He's worth about three mil. <laughs> I do not get it with Granit Xhaka. I really no. don't. Um, but I think, I think 
he's doing a he's doing a little bit of what uh, uh, of what I think of what Pep was doing at the beginning. You know, coming straight in and bang. You know. Aguero, drop him. Hart, get rid of him. Um, Toure, drop him. You know what? Although Toure obviously was for different reasons, but like, uh, uh, you know, it, just come in and just start dropping a few bombs here and there and see how they react. Um, and, you know, this is, is I, I think a lot of Arsenal fans out there will be very happy at, uh, uh, at what is going on at the moment. And I've, I've read a lot of reports and um, even spoken to a couple of uh, uh, Arsenal fans as well, who, who at the moment are extremely happy, despite being bottom of the table with no points. Oh. Okay. Well, mate, yeah. we, let's move away from relegation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good oh, point, yes. Let, uh, let's uh, do it. And let's talk about, mate, I want to talk about Man City. Now, hear me out, right? Because obviously... You know, all things yep. being equal, Manchester City will probably win. But did you know, mate, for the last two seasons, the champions of the championship have defeated last year's Premier League champions in their home game. So oh. Newcastle beat Chelsea at Newcastle last year. And then okay. the year before, whoever won the championship beat Leicester. Yeah, it would have been Leicester. So who would have that been? Burnley? I know, whoever got promoted or whatever. But anyway, so if that pattern nice. follows, and everything suggests that patterns always follow, <laughs> uh, Wolves should beat Man City. And, and I have another thing to point out. Last yep. year, in the first half of the season, Man City went to Wolves and Wolves held them to a nil-nil draw at Molyneux. Mm. Well, so here we go. What, are we, what can we expect from this one? Could this be one uh, where, uh, where Man City trip up? Yeah, you're right. They might only win 3-0. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's so di- we said this last week. You know, it's, it's almost impossible to, to, to say it. You know, the strength and depth that they've got is unbelievable. I mean, David Silva yeah. even started start by bringing his little baby uh, onto the pitch the other day. I mean, you know, it's just uh, almost threatening, you know, saying we're going to bring the baby. <laughs> Look at this. You see this? This is midfield in, when I retire in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you're in so much trouble. Um, but uh, but how many you know how, how many assists or at least moments did Benjamin Mendy have in goal involvement last week? It was unbelievable. Uh, I mean, maybe we can actually just brush the Huddersfield performance to one side a little bit because I mean it was just silly, you know. Six uh, one. Uh, 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 I mean, crikey, you know, it's just a little bit annoying more than anything else. And I'm, I know I, I, no, I said it last week as well. Wagner was very annoyed. Um, but is, is it something that we can? You know, I mean, is it something that we can we can say is definitely not going to happen? I mean, Aguero is firing on all cylinders. Uh, you know, they can't. Sane can't even get into the team, and we know how bloody good he was last year. Yeah, I mean, Sane is struggling with not getting into teams. He didn't get into the Germany team, and, and they went out of the World Cup as a result. <laughs> I got it in. Well that done. Goes by, well I done. I thought you were going to wait until the Bundesliga for us to be able to do that, but no. Well, that was the backup in my pocket. But if I see a chance, I go for it, like Sergio Aguero. <laughs> no, no, you're yeah, very good. Nice. It's, it's very alarming to see that Benjamin Mendy is as good at football as he is at Twitter. Like, <laughs> I think we'd all forgotten that he was actually pretty good at football. I mean, the Wait. cross, the cross he did for I think it's Aguero's third. Yes. First time out. First time with the with his instep. Like, oof. Oh, but he just did that repeatedly anyway. He was just yeah. whacking them in. It was, it was, it was impressive. 
absolutely impressive uh and uh, and i'm very impressed to see what else he's got up his sleeve uh for the rest of the season or is it just more of the same it's probably more of the same he's just a monster down that left hand side he is. uh yeah i think uh, he's going to terrorize cedric when they when they go down to st mary's that's for sure and uh, i can't even imagine what will happen to poor old cedric when he goes up to the etihad but anyway um <laughs> he'll just run away Mate, we, we didn't. We haven't done a prediction for the Arsenal game, and we should do a prediction for the the Wolves game as well. So oh, that's right. Yeah, Arsenal. So, Arsenal. West Ham. I'm going bleak one all. Oh, because you've already got down here on on our notes fifteen and then zero zero oh, for West right, Ham. And all I feel, right. I, You're recycling my joke from last week. Very funny. Sorry. Sorry. So what are you? Right, you know for? what? You know what, mate? You know what? Actually, I think Arsenal win. I go three one Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah. I look up. It's. it's I'm going. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be an Arsenal win as well. Um, it's, it's so I'm not into crikey. Just to be different to you, but it's going to be a result. I'm just go for a two-one. I think it's going to be tighter. Uh, right. I think it's going to be yeah. I think it's going to be tighter than that. I think West Ham. Uh, Andy Carroll will come off off the bench oh. and go. Remember me? And uh, and uh, you know. And everyone will be, will be like, "Yes, we remember you. <laughs> you complete waste of time. Bloody score a goal." <laughs> Will who will suffer the indignity of being brought on as a sub and then taken off first? Andy Carroll would just about fit that, wouldn't he? Bring him on after seventy minutes, and then West Ham get, let's say, um, uh, one of their central defenders sent off, and uh, and then Andy Carroll has to come straight back off again. You know? Could <laughs> I reckon that could it happen. could very well happen. Very true. Mate, and right. then Wolves, Man City. I'm going three 0 City. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty conservative. I like that. Okay, you're going, you're, and it's very nice of you to do that. I'm going to say Wolves are going to score, okay. and uh, and I, I reckon it's going to be I'm going to say four one. I'm going to put four one for Man City there on that one. Um, should, should, should we do a? What, do you think Man? Do you think Man City could lose it? I mean, you did say it at no. the beginning. No, I was just trying to build that up. There's nothing. Uh-huh. To <laughs> All right. I okay. think it'll be entertaining though. I think Wolves will come and play football. Yes. Like, there won't be bus parkings or setting up shops or anything like that. It'll be football played. But I think, I think that will play into Manchester City's hands, unfortunately. It, it probably will, yes. Although, you know, Man City do like to dominate these kinds of games. And, uh, you know, if they get stuck into them and uh, manage to get, uh, get into it, I'm sure Man uh, like Wolves will be really riled up for it. Um, and I think, like... After last week's performance, they'll be very disappointed uh, uh, after having lost that match because they didn't deserve to lose. So, um, uh, all right. Well, it'll be an interesting match. I, I will definitely be watching that match. I think it'll be it'll be a, a very good one. I know I, I said last week that I probably wouldn't watch Manchester City matches, but this one will actually be very interesting. So I'll definitely be watching that one. Uh, Bournemouth versus Everton. Yeah, Bournemouth have started very impressively. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, won away at West Ham, but you know, still look good despite the easiness of that fixture. Uh, they won, they won their first game. Um, they've got actually, I think, similarly to Tottenham, I think they only bought one player in the transfer window, but they look like a team, and they're getting players like Callum Wilson back. He looks sharp. Uh, I think that Eddie Howe has actually been. I think he struggled in the transfer market. And I think he's one of those managers that just actually does well with players that he likes. And I think he's kind of realized that and, and trying to go with that model. Everton. Which model? 
Well, the model of I'm not going to buy anyone and I'll just take what I've got. And oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was a model somewhere that you kind of... Oh, you know, he could. But... Oh, mate, I think oh. Eddie Howe. Are we saying most yeah. Hexen manager in the Premiership? For sure, yeah. I thought he definitely had a model on his right arm and you were like, um, he's definitely going with that model. And I'm, I'm okay, which I'm one? Doing a, I'm doing yeah. a quick mental scan and... <laughs> well, well, Pep's quite sexy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, ah, right. You're going down the, uh, the the gay route, as in the yes. two of them are going to be going out with each other. I thought no, you just no, meant, no, like, no. I was, I was <laughs> just, I was just genuinely rating the sex appeal of the managers of the Premier League. I'd say ah. Eddie, Eddie Howe is close to the top, and uh, and Pep Pep's Guardia, a close second. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't I think any of the rest of them. Are. Well, Nuno maybe with that beard, <laughs> but he's got a he's got a bit of age in him as well and that yeah. is kind of appealing though as well isn't it in so the right of, subset yeah. of individuals yes yes very true so um yeah all right then <laughs> oh, we'll go for that so he's going to go in with sexy a sexy model and the model of play is also going to be sexy uh so, for, so. for Bournemouth this is actually a, a, a what it could proved to be a very very entertaining game all, all round. um I mean Eddie Howe is I, I I think he's done such a great job uh, it's it's there's always been so much talk over the last couple of seasons or so how he should be given a chance of one of the top six teams and we keep bringing in international uh, um, managers to 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 manage these top six teams. Um, it's just is is it just a matter of time before he gets a, a chance at that top? Team? I don't do know. If, I don't think a top six team honestly is going to have the going to have the courage to do it and cojones. Well, also, one of um, Eddie Howe favorites. spent. Yes, I love cojones too. Um, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's not cut that out. Um, Eddie Howe spent, I think, not even a full season at Burnley and had an absolute nightmare, and had, and actually went back to Bournemouth, didn't he? So I think there's also that feeling that he's the right man for that club and that's the right club for him. Do you remember back in the day, Alan Kirbishley, who did so so well with Charlton, and then Kerbs left and was terrible, and Charlton were also rubbish after he left. Like, mm. And he was there for a really long time. It was like 15, 16 years, something yeah, like that, ages, and yeah. really needed to do something else, and you couldn't blame him for wanting to leave. But I think sometimes just manager and club click, and you wonder if he's out of that environment, if it's going to work. And I just think Eddie Howe has found the perfect club in Bournemouth and Bournemouth have found the perfect manager and they should just, they should just stay together, mate. Like, you know, like you and your missus and they should just, you yeah. know, get, get through their little turmoils and be happy and raise a Aww. couple of cracking little kids down there on the South coast. And, um, that's, that's a beaut. No, absolutely. Arm in arm. Cause it's a beautiful coast, that South coast, you know? So it is, you know, Eddie Howe, the good looking man that he is, uh, as we've already established, could uh, go arm in arm with that club all the way down that South Coast and uh, and probably become the team on the South Coast. Hang on a second. Me being a Southampton <laughs> fan, that's not... It's a long coast, point. mate. It's, it's a, a long, long coast. coast. It's very true, but anyway. Um, and Everton, of course, with, with Silver, one of the Silvers anyway, uh, one of the Bushes. Um, he's, uh, you know, it's, you know, Richarlison's obviously come good and uh, is starting to come good anyway. And, uh, and things just look like they're starting to click up there, don't they? With Wal- Walcott, seems to, Walcott seems to be coming into his own. And Gilf, Gilf. Gilfie. He's, he's finally sort of looking like he's, he's in sort of, there's a possibility anyway, this season anyway, that he could be really starting to settle into to that favourite 
number 10 role, isn't it, really? Because yes, because the other number 10s have left. Rooney, right. Rooney, Rooney's yes. found his match in the, in the MLS. And um, Davy Proper or Casper or whatever his name was, the fellow from yep. Ajax, uh, he's gone. Classen. Classen, yep. that was it. I knew it was Davy something. Yep. Uh, he's, he's gone. So um, it's his. The role is his. And of course, you've got, yeah, they've just brought in one speedy winger basically to change it around. But they seem a little bit more balanced. This is, uh, you know, on all, on all accounts, a very, uh, um, it's, a, it's a bit of a mouthwaterer, isn't it, really, this match? So uh, it's, it'll, be a, it'll be a decent game, mate. I think the most concerning thing for me about this game is the fact that um, you can now get a version of Angry Birds, which is, of course, Everton's sponsor, you can now get a version of Angry Birds where you can play with a Theo Walcott bird. And oh, I think really? This, yeah, I think this is the ultimate, the very pinnacle in horrific merchandising of the Premier League. And oh. now that we've hit this horrible all-time low where there is a Theo Walcott version of Angry Birds, we should stop it. We should <laughs> stop right there. Look what happens. Look what happens when you try and do things and it goes wrong. So no, stop oh, it. Dear. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, he's the blue one, isn't he? He's the blue one. It's just not good. Uh, um, all right. Okay. Yeah. No more Angry Birds, please, if you don't mind. Um, although that beard is looking uh, stunning on him. So, uh, so good for him. Um, all right. Look, let's move. Let's move on. Mate, predictions. Uh, predictions. Oh, sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go for a, for, for a two-all draw uh, on this one. A nice, lively, and fun ma- I want a fun match, and I think we're going to get a fun match. I don't think it's going to be uh, – I certainly don't think it's going to be nil-nil. There's goals in this one, I reckon. Mate, I'm going to one-up you and go for a 3-3. Three, three. Sweet. Good stuff. It's almost like we don't want either one to lose, do we? Because we kind of – No, but yeah. we want to see goals because we love we goals. We want to see goals. That's it. Absolutely. Do, do we love a good goal. All right. Mate, let's move talk- on quickly. Let's move yep. on quickly and not spend very much time on Huddersfield Cardiff. Uh, just let's just go for a prediction on that one because it's probably going to be the most boring match known. One nil Huddersfield, and it's less All of right. a prediction and more of a request. Um, <laughs> Me too. Can I can I go for the same as you? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah you, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that'll, yeah, make, yeah. that'll make it come true. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, Southampton versus Leicester. Now this is the return of Claude Puel. Whispering uh, Claude. Yes, indeed. So uh, now for, for this one, you know, I'm uh, obviously this is the one I'll be watching. Uh, uh, and it's, it's it, I, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. I was worried. I could tell I you're was... worried, mate, because you're just making noises. You're going, <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. Mate, Whispering Claude uh, is out for revenge. You're fired. You fired already, him, mate. He, he got, got into revenge last. No, he already no, got this revenge no, last season. Mate. He got you to eighth in the Premier League. He took you to a League Cup final that you morally should have won. He was good for you, and you fired him. <laughs> it's true. And we, we are being uh, uh, lambasted for it. Yes, it's very true. Um, I'm, uh, I'll be curious to see if um, uh, uh, El- 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 Elianuzi, Elianuzi does a doozy, is, uh, is back uh, in time for us. I'm not entirely sure as to whether or not he is or not, but uh, it really would be something that, um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I am excited about Danny Ings coming into it. I think it's, it's, it's wonderful that it, at least he got off the mark last week. Uh, and I think it's, it, it's going to be, it's going to be good for us. Um, but 
you know, if I if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be honest, I, they, they they spanked us. They put four past us at St Mary's last season, and uh, what I'm hoping is that you know Puel comes back and goes, ah, uh, you know, look, we we already did it. You know, we got four past them. Let let them win this one. Let them win this one. You know, that's what that's what no, I'm hoping. No, no, you are you upset him. <laughs> You upset him, and he's still upset, um, mate. It's I don't think though Leicester. I don't think Leicester, generally speaking, travel all that well, mate. I'm going for. A, I'm gonna go with a one all. You're going for a one all. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, well, Ings, Ings and Vardy. I'll even predict that now. No, Ings. no, Vardy can't play. He got sent off. Um, oh, mate! You didn't tell me that. That changes everything. Ah, there's no rat. There's no rat. Um, so yes, I still got one all. But Ian Acho will be in there. So, uh, uh, scratchy Ian Acho. Scratchy Ian Acho. I'm going to, um, oh, God. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go for a Leicester win. All right? Do it. I'm going to go for a Leicester win. Uh, Because... (laughs) Because in the event that you lose and end up with your first three games of the season with one point, you can at the very least come on this show with our grand total of 11 listeners and, and tell them that you predicted this. That's going to make you feel better. Go ahead, mate. If you yep. think it's going to make you feel better, go for it. You know, it gets me to the point of depression. You know, it really does. I almost, I, I, there's almost tears coming and there's only week bloody three you know but i just i'm 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 worried i'm worried i reckon madison uh is going to come in and he's going to score and uh and i think uh, his score is first and and ianacho as well he'll he'll get one as well two nil win for for leicester city move on please moving on mate next up is uh liverpool who on monday night in a game we haven't really reviewed uh, but we won't do that now because it's it's gone but liverpool did keep the title race alive by, mm-hmm. by, by winning away at Crystal Palace. A fairly decent win, if a little, a little bit controversial. Mohamed Salah, <sighs> one game in two goals. I'm, I'm on for that bet. I can feel it. He's a, he's a, and also, he dives he, a little now. He dived. He I, dive. I think it was both a foul and he dives. I would love, <laughs> honestly, mate, I would love, love a referee to go, hang on, that was me trying to whistle. Whatever that is. Hang on, the dog's going to come. Mate, I can't whistle. Anyway, I would love. Thank you. I would love a love a ref to go. <laughs> no, he's not a canary. <laughs> it sounds like something out of a Cardi B song. <laughs> um, That'll do. Anyway, and then go. Yep. That's a pen, but you're having a yellow for that dive. <laughs> Beautiful. Like, that, no, that I would, would love be- it. Wouldn't you love it if a ref did that? It's like you've yeah. unfairly impeded him, and you've gotten away, and therefore it is a pen. But you, sunshine, are flopping around <laughs> like a little bird. Your little floppy, divey, birdie thingy, you. There's We're not having any of that. None of it, mate. And I severely Imagine. advise that you don't take the pen because I'll find another reason to book you, you little git. <laughs> mate, imagine the amount of yellow cards Nene would get. Mate, it would so just... Uh, <laughs> He just booked all the time because he gets fouled. But then he rolls around 700 times until he, you know. Uh, anyway. Nay, nay uh, is booked all the time, booked all the time, booked all the time. Uh, all right, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> Liverpool, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was somewhat controversial for sure. I think it was, um, yeah. I, it, uh, it, admittedly, Brighton... Uh, sorry, not Brighton. Uh, Crystal Palace got them got a man sent off as well, which which made things harder for them, and that was probably deserved. But 
um, as, as Hodgson came out and said after the game as well. But, you know, I watched that replay on a number of times and I just couldn't see the obvious, you know, the obvious touch. I really couldn't. It was tough to see it, you know, like I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it, but I, you know, I couldn't see it in there. So I was a bit... But, but Salah did the whole kind of, you know, honestly, Gov, you know, it really was. Mind you, he was covering his mouth when he was talking. Sometimes when you cover your mouth, you wonder whether you're actually covering the fact that you're smiling. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Undoubtedly, in the history of face coverings by football <laughs> players, the greatest of them all is Sergio Busquets, where I think it's, um, I think it's at Inter Milan in the, the semifinal, where he dives, rolls around, has his hand in his face and then just opens the gaps in his fingers just to, oh. to see whether or not, whether or not yes. the players got a red card. It's, yes. uh, it's truly legendary. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. I mean, how do they live with themselves? I mean, but they do, they do it. Right? They, it's almost like they, they live with kids. themselves in their giant mansions and their trophies. That's Very true. And adorned and loved by, you know, support their supporters all around as well. Mate, so mate, I'm telling you now, if Harry Kane takes a dive in a World Cup final and has a peek to see whether or not the guy's got a red card, I will love him <laughs> even more than I already do. Mate, you can't, you can't. This is not I can, I can, for. and I will. No. <laughs> All right. Okay. Mate, I think it's, uh, uh, oh, Liverpool versus Brighton. We haven't even spoken about that. Um, Liverpool will win <laughs> quite easily. I versus think, I think. Uh, Brighton Hove Albanians, as you so famously called them last <laughs> week. And I think we should make a feature of, of the fact uh, uh, that they are. So Liverpool versus Brighton Hove Albanians. Liverpool, um, now Brighton got three, they won 3-2 against Man United. So yeah, but they can't... suck away from home, mate. They're terrible on the road. They're really ah, bad. But they'll be full of confidence, don't you think? No, they're bad. All right. Liverpool, okay. Liverpool, I, th- I think, honestly, Liverpool are winning at a counter. I'm going to go 4 0. Wow. Right. Okay. All right. 4 0 it is uh, for, uh, for Liverpool against the Albanians. Now, what are you going uh, for? Uh, you have to make a prediction. This is, this is tough. You know, I, I, think, I, think, I think Brighton are going to hold it. I think they're going to hold it. I think it's gonna, I'm going for a one all draw. I'm going to be brave. Man. I'm going to be brave, mate. I'm going for the one all draw. Um, just because yeah, you yeah. said it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Whatever. All right, all right, all right, we'll see. Mate, we'll see. mate, I'm disgusted. Let's take a break and let me recover from your incredible whatever that is. And we'll come back and we'll talk about Sunday's game. All right. You beauty. Relegation. To be relegated. Boom. Bam. Yeah. I want to see some wolves going off with models and hiding behind trees. Pep Guardiola and Eddie Howe are dating. Where's Michael Hasselhoff in all this? Does he get to say? And we're back for part two of our Born Offside podcast, where we will be previewing Sunday's matches. Uh, we've got three uh, uh, this this Sunday. I, I would I would sort of say that these. I think Saturday is the more interesting of the two days. Which By is, far. It's, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it, really? Because um, it's, it's usual. Well, the Burnley game, the yeah. Burnley game oh. is on a Sunday because Burnley had the uh, Europa oh, League. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. why that's there. And they lost as well uh, uh, to, to that. We didn't, we didn't cover that, did we? When we covered Does that in Europe. anyone cover that? Burnley? No, yeah. that's a good point. No, they, so they got smashed. Well, they out, no, no, that's the first leg, I think, isn't it? 
I thought I it was the second, wasn't it? I'm not I sure. thought it was the second as well, but then I, I was re- no, reading about it. Especially how much we care. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading about it this morning, and it didn't say they were knocked out. It just said that they were, that it was... No, you're three, right. It was leg one, one of two, and they lost 3-1 in, yeah. in Athens. So well, it, like, yeah. they could pull it back, I guess, in the second leg. Uh, they could, uh, but I think they got a man sent off. And anyway, it's uh, it's all, I, you know, and the, the, I think that the talk is basically, and, and, and the fact is Burnley are not going to make it really. I mean, if they do make it uh, uh, past this round, they won't make it past the next one. So um, so that's me vexing it. And Burnley are now going to win the UEFA, uh, ch- uh, the, the UEFA uh, uh, Cup now on... <laughs> Because I just said that. So Europa League, maybe. The yes. Europa League. I'm sorry. It was used to be the UEFA. Oh, my God. That shows how bloody old I am. Uh, yeah, they're going to win the Europa League. And they'll be in the Champions League next, uh, next year. Um, yeah, so Fulham versus Burnley. We might as well start with that one. It's actually not a, a, a altogether bad match. Um, uh, Fulham, you know, they've, they've started not as well as they really as everybody thought that they would have they and uh they really need to start you know getting points on the board now don't they mate they have come up against two pretty great teams i mean one crystal palace are a solid outfit well coached and then they've obviously come up against the mighty tottenham Hotspur and been blown away these things <laughs> can happen to you i fancy fulham to to kick start the season get points i'm going to say three of them they're going to get three points uh i fancy Mitro to get a goal and I fancy, fancy uh, the double-barreled Andre Frank, Zambo, and Guisa. You just to, love saying his name. I just, it's, <laughs> mate, it's double-barreled, double-barreledness. It's, <laughs> it's so meta. Uh, I don't actually, I think he never scored a goal in his entire time at Marseille. So I think he'll probably get a red or something, but Fulham will still win. I'm going to go All 1 right. nil. I'm going because Burnley don't concede a lot. So I'm going to go 1 nil Fulham. Yep. No, I, I'm I'm going for a Fulham win as well, actually. And um, for me, I'm but uh, but I'm going to go a little bit more. I think Fulham are, f- are finally going to get get sort of stuck into it, and I'm going to go for a three-one win. Uh, uh, Burnley. Uh, I just put Jack Cork in there as getting the getting the goal for for Burnley. Do you miss Jack Cork, mate? I do. I do actually. Yeah. No, I'm glad you asked me that actually because I do. I think he was. I don't know why he went, and he went during a period that was okay. We were really starting to to, to fly at Southampton, you know. And I think we had—I uh, can't remember—I think we had Schneiderlin and Victor Wanyama sitting in front of the in front of the back four, and uh, and it was just hard for Cork to get in. And you know, it just—you uh, it, 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 know—I could understand why he left. And but I, but I do. I miss him. And. He has come up against Southampton on a number of occasions, Swansea uh, and Burnley, and, and played very, very well. And uh, maybe even scored against Southampton, I think, but I can't remember. Um, so so but he I doesn't do. miss you then? No, he no, he obviously he doesn't. He's moved on and he's, he's done very well for it. I'm happy for him. He's one of those players I'm, I'm happy that he, he is. I just wish he wouldn't do it against us. Um, uh, yeah, w- uh, the, the other match uh, um, of, of little or no interest, uh, it's got a little bit of interest, I guess. It's a, it's a sort of London derby, north, very far outskirts, subs, suburbs north versus uh um uh south watford versus crystal palace um i guess this this will be fun uh uh in in the fact that it'll be uh um for for the neutral who seems to love troy Deeney. i don't know why um uh, against um yeah uh, uh, against wilf wilf basically yeah the thing with wilf is obviously milf 
means a certain thing. And Wilf <laughs> sounds like it should be a variation of MILF, but it, it's not and it doesn't work. But it's still a fun word to say. Uh, I think, mate, this will be, I think this will be one all. And I think it'll be one all because Watford obviously do well, but Crystal Palace are well coached. Uh, Watford are getting a lot of love for playing two people up front. Mm. Um, and it's like, mate, do you remember, I'm going to say what, it's probably what, the mid-90s? Yes. Certainly when we had Alan Shearer and Les Ferdinand or Alan Shearer and Teddy Sheringham or Robbie Fowler and who played up front with Robbie Fowler? Um, Ian Rush for a bit. And we, oh, had Dennis, yeah. we had Dennis Bergkamp and Ian Wright. You remember yes. when we had striker combinations? You know, yep. even Berbatov and Keane, I think, was the last great one we had. And then we've had this huge, long, elongated period of the lone striker. It mm-hmm. started with Didier Drogba. Uh, I mean, Guardiola took it to ridiculous heights with the whole false nine thing. He didn't even have a striker. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. And in this Man City documentary, which, you know, I talk about too much, but like Guardiola talks a bit about how he, he did that. Was, I know, anyway, I don't know where he did it, but somewhere. But basically, someone asked him, why did you do that? And he's like, well, I had, I had Cesc, I had uh, Busquets, I had Messi, I had Xavi, I had Iniesta, and I just, I just wanted to play all of them. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. But, but anyway, uh, it's been ages and ages since we had pairs of strikers, and Watford are bringing it back with the old uh, Dini Gray combination. And I know um, it could come into vogue. What do you think, mate? Could we see more striking duos? Or, or at least a return of a 4-4-2. Yeah, and I've seen this actually, and I've, I've uh, read about it a little bit as well. I'm, I, I, I lived through a period of playing 4-4-2s myself. So like, you know, I, I grew up with 4-4-2s. Uh, uh, I understand the, the simplicity uh, yet effectiveness of, of, of uh, you know, two banks of four. <laughs> You know, if you want, if you want to be sitting back, four, my lord, you know. Four. <laughs> now it's five and four, isn't it? Or three, two, three, or it's like, yeah. It, Sometimes it's, you um, get a three, four, three, but and which sounds exciting. It's like three strikers, but it's not. It's it's no two wingers. Obviously, uh, uh, sometimes no, they're inside out. Three, two. It's the old five three two, isn't it? Really, that's what all five two one two type thing. That's that's what this this yeah. new sort of three five through the middle thing is is just bullshit. It's not. It's the old five three two basically, and the wingers yes. can go up if you're good enough. All right, <laughs> basically, I allow you to go up if you're good enough. Um, yeah, but no, look, I think the four four two thing is 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 very interesting. And if Watford do bring that back, um, mind you, Southampton played a four four two last week as well against Everton, and okay, they weren't as as successful, but they had Ings and and Austin up front. Austin seems to not last full games. I think he's got some. I don't know whether or not he's not, you know, fully fit for these kinds of things, but maybe this is it. Yeah. Maybe this is a, a, a possible return. Maybe, maybe it'll be cool. Know, I'd like to see it happen. I think, I think what we are seeing, especially from the top teams is a fluidity of formation. Uh, Pochettino's spoken about it at Tottenham a lot. And I think mm. actually the, the real downside of the whole Aldevaro ongoing saga, if you'll call it that at Tottenham, um, which and it seems from the Fulham game that Potts just went, oh, fuck it, I'm going to play him. Yeah. But, but when he <laughs> plays, we have the option to do three at the back, mm-hmm. or five at the back, as you rightly call it, 
or we can hmm. switch to a four. And Tottenham massively improved on the weekend when they took Sanchez off, put Dembele on, and, and then Fulham really couldn't live with that extra man in, man in midfield. So I th- in midfield. And, and yep. Pep loves the fluidity of formation. Klopp a little less. Uh, he doesn't, mm-hmm. isn't quite so fluid. The Klopp, I think, is you know, very, very wedded to the three up top. Yes. Uh, and, then, and then he's a back four kind of a guy, isn't he? But I don't know. I think we're going to see, especially amongst the top teams, a bit more of that fluidity, which is something that Spanish and Italian teams have had for a long time. It's very true. It's it's been something, and it's very it's been very interesting to see Guardiola bring it in. the The use of triangles on the pitch, the the triangulation between between players everywhere, and the fluidity of a of a formation that can uh, that can chop and change, and and that can be asked to play in a whole range of different positions. It, it is simply beautiful, you know, to 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 watch how it unfolds and uh, uh, seeing a marauding Mendy strongly gallivant through the middle of the pitch, you know, like without, without any fear at all of what he, what he's leaving behind him, i.e. spaces, you know, for, you know, if he loses the ball, uh, it's, you know, they, they should really be in a world of hurt, but they're being given this license to really, explore and explode on the football pitch and i think it's fantastic i think it's it's really good um no but uh, going back to your uh to um uh your view on the watford crystal palace thing i think it's it is very interesting if they they stick with this 4-4-2 uh, uh it will be very very interesting to see uh, to see whether or not to, teams start to adopt this to counter this whole idea of the fluidity uh, uh move so you've got a couple of angles really with football right Come bring your ideas and instill your ideas. Or you look at what the opposition is doing and you put in your theories as to how to stop the opposition. You look at the opposition and you think, okay, they've, let's, let's just face it. Technically, their players are better than us. That means the only way that the, we're, we're going to be able to, to, to beat them is by putting together a formation, tactics that will be able to stop them play and allow us to counter you know that's the 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 age of it and that's the only way that people are going to be thinking about stopping uh stopping manchester city for example running away with this and i think it'd be interesting to see a team go 4-4-2 against them to see what uh, see what happens um yeah no i like it i i do like it and i hope it uh, i hope it works although if troy dini does get injured and he's out for four for four months then so be it <laughs> all right, are we gonna? Do- what's your prediction, mate? Because I went for one all. What, what's your prediction? No, I'm I'm actually gonna go for a Palace win because once again I hate Troy Deeney. So uh, I'm gonna go for a two nil Palace win. I think Wilf is gonna get in there just because of the just because of his name. Lovely name, uh, mate. That brings us on to the last game. Yep. Uh, oh, actually, it's the last game on Sunday. It's not the last Sunday. Game. Yes. Uh, and that is of course uh, Newcastle United versus Chelsea. Newcastle are rubbish. Chelsea are quite good. I expect Chelsea to win 2-0. And I don't have anything interesting to say other than Ross Barkley continues to be not fat. Um, yes, he does continue to be not fat. And the other interesting point is that uh, the Kennedy uh, um, man will not be playing, not oh, because he was You're upset banned. about this, aren't you? I am very upset about it. I'm not, I'm not upset. I just think it's so comical. It's think, I think it's just... I, 
I would like to understand <laughs> exactly what is going on. Um, I, I mentioned it last week or a week before that I thought Paulson had an, an absolute stinker. And I think he did. He got a lot of decisions wrong uh, in that match. Um, but this one has just put, surely has put the nail in his coffin because what they're saying is that Paulson actually wrote in his report that he saw what Kennedy did. <laughs> And did he enjoy it? He, he must. He must have done. And he, and and this is. And I, I think I mentioned it last week as well. You know, the ref must have just looked at it and gone, "Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good with that." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I don't you, see what's wrong with it. He deserved it, frankly. I, uh, I, I know his mum, and uh, <laughs> and and his mum's just horrible, horrible piece of work. And quite frankly, he deserved it. I don't know. Uh, either he deserved it or. I understand where you're coming from because did you see the stat that Kennedy for the very first time since the Premier League was done has been is the first player to go through a whole match without having completed a pass against It wasn't Cardiff. a whole match mate I believe it was a whole half Oh no was it Yeah yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it was the whole match oh no, it's a whole half That takes a gloss off it all right, although, okay. although he did, he was big enough to realize that you know he wasn't playing well. He'd gone forty-five entire minutes without completing a single pass, and as a result, decided to take and miss a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's let's let's. I wonder what lessons he'll take from that. He must be very confused after that game. He's like, what? What am I doing? Um, but yeah, look, just going back to, to what he did, he absolutely leathered uh, um, the, the, the Cardiff midfield. I think it was Cardiff midfield. I don't know. I can't remember who he was. Uh, but he leathered him, absolutely leathered him. And the, what they're saying is they, they couldn't take retrospective action because in his report he wrote, yes, I saw that. And that's it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So now the FA surely have got to come out and say, well, in which case he made a mistake. He made a mistake. You know, he didn't punish him because that is a punishable offense, right? Are they going to let this just, they're going to let this one brush under the carpet? I don't know. I don't know. No, idea, I don't, it's I, bizarre. I don't sense your enthusiasm on it. So let's move on. No, All it's right. just bizarre and I don't know what to say about it. It's weird. All right, fair enough. Well, he's not Kennedy anyway. He can't play because he's, he's uh, obviously uh, a Chelsea or his parent club, uh, uh, his mum and dad club. Um, so, uh, so he's been, he's been loaned off and, uh, and he won't be able to play in this game. So I think, um, and I'm, I'm with you with Chelsea, Chelsea are going to have too much for Newcastle. Um, and with all the crap that's going on up there, I think poor old Benitez, I feel for him. Um, I, I reckon, you know, you've gone for a two nil, uh, I'll leave it, I'll, I'll leave it as, as, as a one nil. I think right. for yeah yeah I think so I don't I don't think there's going to be many goals now I think it's going to be tight uh, but I think uh, Chelsea will 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 come away with it. All right okay that that uh, takes us past uh, all the Saturday and Sunday games. We'll take a short break and we'll come back with the stinker that is Man United versus Tottenham. Ooh whiff what's a smell? <laughs> <laughs> They've only gone and let one go again, haven't they? And what is it with that pathetic goat they keep bringing into the studio? All I say is, I like goats. But, then again, why wouldn't I? I'm a voice synthesizing app. It's Europe. Give me some Europe. I want it, and I want it all now. 
Please, give it to me. Yay! This time we are going to cover Europe. Uh, we're going to co cover them uh, in jam, I think, this time. I think that's probably a good idea. But the idea generally was just to grope Europe, uh, if we could. Fondle, grope, uh, fondle, sorry. cover in jam, whatever yep. it may be. Mate, Beautiful. Caress. I'm gonna take... Can we caress? Yeah, we can caress all you want. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the viewer behind <laughs> the curtain, uh, uh, the viewer, the listener behind the curtain, and reveal that on my running order, it currently says, Europe! exclamation mark and then underneath jay has written has italy pulled its pants down for ronaldo <laughs> wait what do you mean <laughs> mate it's just it's just all the furor that's going on really and uh, and it seems to be uh, uh, everywhere and it seems to be right all over the place and it's it's just getting to me a little bit but i'm sure that Ronaldo is absolutely loving it. The attention that he is getting out there in Italy is just, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. I mean, he had this first game uh, uh, that he had last week. And, um, and I believe pretty much almost in every single press conference uh, that has come out this week and last week, the, the report, re, every single reporter has, or a reporter anyway, has come out and asked Whoever was in the press conference, be it a manager or be it a player, what do you think of Ronaldo's inclusion in the Serie A? And there have been a number of very interesting um, uh, responses uh, back to it. Uh, but, but most of them uh, uh, have been along the lines of, um, let me just pull my pants down and... and, and uh, <laughs> oh, right, that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. let me pull my pants down and Ronaldo, you just do whatever you, you do best. Uh, <laughs> And uh, including, including uh, Chievo's goalkeeper, who last week um, got his uh, got his got his nose smashed in, I believe, got his was it? Clock no? cleaned. Yeah, by uh, by Ronaldo, and uh, and later came off on, on Twitter because um, uh, apparently Ronaldo sent him a text message saying, "I'm sorry about that, mate." Um, and uh, uh, he came on Twitter a, a little bit later and uh, and said something along the lines of, "Don't worry, you're a legend." Um, so I mean, it just goes to show, like, does it, I don't think he can do any wrong, you know. I reckon he could probably walk into a bank with two Uzis. Put them up and start shooting, shooting the shit out of the place, you know, and destroying the ceilings. Ask for all the money in the world. All the women would faint, you know, because they'd be like, ah. And every, every bloke would pull his pants down straight away and give him all the money he wants, you know. I just, it's, it's getting to me a little bit, but I think it's exactly what Ronaldo wanted and it's exactly what Ronaldo's getting, quite frankly. So uh, uh, that's what I mean by has Italy pull his pants down for Ronaldo. <laughs> Man, staying, staying in Italy... Uh, and talking yep. about what people want or don't want, uh, yep. I want to I touch on this um, Lazio, um, who are a club with a, let's say, checkered past. <laughs> uh, Paolo Di Canio has done some hand movements um, <laughs> there, but uh, our, our beloved Lazio um, have, in particular, let's, let's not say it's Lazio, 
let's get it right. The Lazio Ultras, uh, right, the same yeah. group, the same group of people who who brought us last year. Um, and Frank has a Roma fan. That's um, yes, exactly classy. Anyway, they've they've the decided board. to as well, and the board because obviously the board are behind them. Sorry, go on. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, are they? Well, hang on. Anyway, but no, go anyway. On. So this year's this year's a little bit of um, misogyny. Um, fascism, whatever it is that, that Lazio are into, uh, is that the ultras have sent out a note to everyone saying no women in the front nine rows. Basically, uh, there's a there's a little note about how if you are ridiculous enough to do your romantic evening activity outside of the parks of Rome, don't do it in the first nine rows of our stadium. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's actually, the added. That's the added part of the. Like, it's not bad enough that they're saying don't bring women in. They're then saying that oh, and men don't bring your women in as well. Like, and well, try and be yeah, it's like you know, go go to a park and do your romance there, but don't be doing it in the first nine rows. And it's very weird that it's the <laughs> it's the first nine rows. Well, they actually said. Me. They said women can sit from 10 rows back. So I think that makes row 10 a safe zone. Probably. Uh, any, anyway, it's deplorable. It's a whole it's row of women on the 10th row. <laughs> yes. um, I, I saw this as well. And, uh, uh, and I think it's just, just fucking ridiculous, obviously. It's just bloody stupid. Um, and I think uh, um, we really need to uh, kind of... Uh, it, I don't, I, you know, part of me doesn't really know what to say because it's, it's like, um, you know, we were going back to the sort of, you know, everything that was hap happening in Saudi Arabia and everything that we, we sort of discussed uh, over the World Cup, you know, and allowing women to come to football matches and everything. And, the, you know, and suddenly I thought, well, hang on a second, where, where, which country is this in? What? Italy? What? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it when I saw the news come out. Um, but yeah, but the specificness of it. Um, now, part of me, I, I don't really get where they're coming from. Um, like, what, what about tomboys? Can, they, can tomboys go? Because what my impression of the first nine rows is that it's, it's somewhat, if you watch the games, right, it's somewhat hectic right like when they score a goal <laughs> somewhat hectic somewhat <laughs> hectic just describe the ultras in the stadio olympico a little bit they're a little bit lively dave i'm telling you there are some Wait. gentlemen who will jump up and down I, I tell you now oh but they're not they're not jumping up and down they rush down towards the front don't they 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 stampede and they go all the way you know there's people in obviously and they must have they must have decided that it's right okay they must have had a meeting and they're gone where do we usually stampede from i think it's a about row nine, uh, Bob. Mate, oh, don't right, try okay. and pass this off as a <laughs> Bob. <laughs> I don't know whether to start on your start on your trying to sell this as a safety announcement or the fact that you thought an Italian would be called Bob. Because <laughs> they have to make a decision, right? Row, where, which row are we doing? You know, and Bob's the leader. You know, this isn't this isn't a people of delicate dispositions. Please don't get in the front ten rows because you could get trampled on. This is yeah, a, no, we don't yeah. want birds at football match rubbish. Yeah, that's but mate, what there's is. hope. Right. There's hope. There's hope because there's a nun, mate, a nun, Sua oh. Paula, who is um, <laughs> who is who has said, "Oi, 
you silly boys of the front 10 rows. I love my Lazio and I came just like you out of a vagina. So I shall be going down to the front row and reminding all of you where you came from. And I want this to be televised and I wish to watch it. Oh, mate. I think the, the, the eyes of the world are going to be on this next match, aren't they? It's going to be front fantastic. 10 rows. <laughs> the front 10 rows of this match. That's it. No one's going to be watching the match. It's going to be mate, right all, down What there. the ultras should do, what the ultras would do if they were British, if they were English fans, but you know what they do? They'd all come dressed as nuns. That's what nuns, they yes. <laughs> Penguins. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If they've got a sense of humor, mate, they will all come dressed as nuns. Men dressed as nuns, all of them. And then she'll be in the middle there going, fuck. No, she'll be going, no, she'll be going damn right, show me some respect. <laughs> mate, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty unbelievable. You know, when I, when I used to go to, it reminds me a little bit of uh, when I used to go to football matches at sporting uh, when I was growing up because I, so in Lisbon. In Lisbon, yeah, yeah. And uh, I used to watch uh, in the old Alvalad Stadium where it was, uh, you know, there was no seats. It was just steps uh, going all the way down to the bottom. And it was uh, a beautiful stadium, a fantastic stadium. Um, but what we used to do is, uh, and there was a number of different things that we used to do. And I've got to be a, bit, a little bit careful uh, uh, with it. But uh, uh, some of the things that people used to do is uh, uh, you come in, you sit down. And if you come in late... Uh, what you do is if you want to sit in a certain location somewhere in the middle behind the goal, because that's where all the ultras and, and, and all the, uh, we had in sporting, it's Juveleo, uh, Juventud Leonina, uh, uh, which is the, which is our sort of clack there. What you do is you, you, you see one of your mates and you, you start a scuffle. You start a scuffle, you start a fight, right? You start a fight and with one of your mates. And when you start a fight, people just quickly, start to move right and they all move out of the way oh move out of the way oh there's a fight there's a fight there's a fight and that lets your aunt, your other mates who have arrived late to jet in really quickly and sit down <laughs> and then they sit down and suddenly the people who were sitting down there realize they've been at you know and they're just <laughs> like oh for god i just lost my uh, oh, bloody i'm gonna have to move shift over to the right a little bit um so that, that that was one of the things that that they used to do there but one of the other things that we used to do uh is um uh, well, I'll say we as well, because I did actually partake in this one. It's very embarrassing. Remember, I was 11 years old at the time, very susceptible uh, to uh, things that were going on around me. But what we used to do is we used to go to the top row, the very, very top row, because in the front rows, in the very front rows, the first nine rows, were usually all the old age pensioners. And uh, the old age the reverse of Italy then. Yes, a little bit of the reverse of Italy, you know, and uh, the old age pensioners would be down at the bottom naturally and normally of course because they you know it, it, you know you can't have them sort of you know going all, up all those steps you know it's well, just they like, can't it's see, like pyram right? pyramids of egypt yeah they, yeah absolutely they can't they can't see and they also they you know they, their zimmer frames make walk. it harder for them to get up there exactly and so what we would do is we would we would pass around a bag and we would all take turns urinating in this bag oh jesus <laughs> And you pass it around, everyone in the top row, and then the last guy would tie a knot, and he would throw it and aim for the old age pension. <laughs> this is and disgusting. So, <laughs> pretty disgusting, but it was a barrel of laughs. And uh, <laughs> yes. urine bombing pensioners. <laughs> It's just what they did. It's just what they did. Look, no, look, they, I, I don't. Hey, you were admitted to you. 
it was I I was 11 at the time leave me alone I didn't you know I knew I knew no better and uh, <laughs> I think I was involved in that and um, uh, it was it's just it's, all I'm trying to say is that like uh, uh, they, I think they've got it all wrong. I think they've got it the other way around, right? They should be in, in the top rows. So what, what the uh, Lazio supporters should be doing now is they should all be taking a leaf out of uh, Sporting Lisbon's book of the old hang days. On. Hang on, Get, mate. Hang on. Hang on one second. Yeah. After you'd thrown the bag of urine at the old people, did they move? <laughs> or did, did, did they just go home drenched in urine? Like... <laughs> What happens? <laughs> honestly, honestly, I don't know. I think uh, I, I think there was just there was a lot of laughing and giggling. So, so and, there wasn't uh, even an objective to this horrible <laughs> No, there wasn't. Respectable citizens, mate. They they used to do some pretty bad things as well. I mean, uh, if if you think that was bad. <laughs> One of the other things they used to do is they used to they used to throw they used to throw objects at the bands that used to walk around because we used to have like a have an athletics pitch around our football pitch so because uh, it was also an athletics pitch in those days there was this was quite common and they'd have a band uh, usually a brass band or sort of walking around and 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 doing it and whenever they reached whenever they reached the the our ultras uh, uh, area um, uh, yeah I'm sad to say they would. They would throw. They would throw. Usually, batteries uh, were the uh, were the worst ones. And but when when they used to when they used to come round, the police would come along and would shield them from from the batteries. But every now and then, they would hit the guy with the trombone or something, and he'd go down. You know, and the cops would have to drag him. But they never stopped playing. You know, they just kept going. Kept, they just tried to speed up a little bit. You know, as they went round, and uh, it was just stuff that they used to do. You know. <laughs> I never threw any batteries because I thought that was a bit dangerous. That's not fair. But the urine thing, I, I must admit, I was part of. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this takes us on brilliantly to the only other thing in Europe I want to cover, which, which is Benfica versus Sporting. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I've just opened that. Anyway, yeah, Benfica. <laughs> Portugal are also into week three. And obviously, one of the things that we can look forward to are uh, 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 lots of... Um, well, the, in Portugal, it's very much like uh, uh, in Spain, where it's Barcelona and, and, and Real Madrid. It has been for the last hundred years. Uh, obviously, Atletico every now and then and, uh, and whatever. But in Portugal, it's always been Benfica and Porto with sporting kind of my team uh, sort of peering, peering over the wall, kind of going, can we play? Uh, and uh, so... All trophies, apart from two others in Portugal, have been won by either Benfica, Porto, or Sporting. Those other two clubs who have won uh, 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 maiden ones and, uh, you know, the ones that they've won and no other ones are Bolognese is one of the other ones and Boa Vista uh, have won. But apart from that, it's been Porto. I believe uh, are the ones that uh, Porto, yeah, Porto and, and, and Benfica. They're, they're the two that are flying high, and then Sporting are sort of like a. They're always the kind of third, you know, and occasionally get come second, and then very, very occasionally win win the title. So um, Benfica versus Sporting is the is the Lisbon derby, and it's happening on Sunday. Uh, so that's the big one for. Uh, and it's uh, going to be a urine-soaked battery <laughs> occasion. Uh, I'm going to watch this on YouTube now and see if, and I'm just going to be watching the crowd to see if anyone's getting wet. <laughs> I think they're a bit better behaved nowadays. Mate, we've got to remember this is 30 odd years ago, right? So, uh, and in those days, just, you know, things were just a bit different back then. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is this is quite the revelation to end this podcast on. Um, All I right. don't know where we go from here. Well, um, from sweaty Paula, I thought it was quite a good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, definitely yeah. gone downhill. <laughs> like yes. it's definitely gone from sweaty nuns to urine bags at old people mate um one thing we should let everybody know is that next week we're going to be back a day later so that we can review the uh the, the wonderful wonderful human beings that are the tottenham hotspur team oh, god nasty bastards from that <laughs> <laughs> it's going to annoy me so much, but uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, absolutely. We'll be back. Uh, oh, and I'm not climbing mountains. I thought I was going to be climbing mountains. Oh, but you're going to live. I am going to live. So I will, uh, what should I say? I hope so now, because that, again, once again, <laughs> it'd be terrible if I don't. I'm going to live. And then he doesn't. Um, yeah, uh, I, you know, fingers crossed, I'll live. And uh, I will be back uh, on Tuesday, limbs hopefully intact and uh, not soaked in urine. Oh, God. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. Hello, love. You had enough of your old man betting on the matches? Feeling a little bit left out? Well, there's no need. Of course, now, bet five sweeps free in partnership with the Lazio Ultras. Personal friends of mine. Hello, Paolo. Luigi. Giuseppe. As a brand new betting app exclusively for birds. I mean women. It's pink and temperamental, just like my missus. She loves it. And now thanks to our favourite ultras, you can't bet on the first nine rows. So this week, row 10, Man United versus Spurs, is your only choice. So bet on that, love. All right. Terms and conditions apply. We don't condone the stereotyping of women, but we are willing to forget this one in exchange for making money. Other things we don't condone, but turn out a blind eye to, are gambling addictions, marriage breakups caused by gambling addictions, death due to excessive gambling, and general itchiness. And remember, when the fun stops, get a cream and be sure to smear. Whatever you do, don't call us about it. Three of Born Offside. Uh, remember to follow us uh, on Twitter uh, and uh, subscribe to our podcasts. And uh, we, if you subscribe to our podcast, what will we do, Dave? Will, will we? Will, will, we'll give everybody a free Theo Walcott themed Angry Bird. That's what we... <laughs> I think that's be- that's a, be- a beauty. Well, like a key ring, or uh, no, you know, no, no, I... like just. Just a bird, like an actual bird. An actual with, bird. With, oh. Like a bird with Theo Walcott's face drawn on it. <laughs> Mate, it's enough to flush it down the toilet, quite frankly. Um, uh, yeah, we do not uh, condone the flushing of your bird down the toilet. Of any bird down any toilet. All right, all right. <laughs> Unless it's an angry bird with Theo Walcott's face on it. Why um, is it angry? It's angry because it's got Theo Walcott's face drawn on it. I think he's angry because he realised that he just couldn't make it at a big club like Arsenal and went to <laughs> So, you know, sometimes people have to take a step Let's down. refer to Theo Walcott from now on as Angry Birds is Theo Walcott. All right, sounds good. He's the man, the man with the plan. Manchester United versus Tottenham. Mate, I have been waiting to talk to you about this game. I am very, very excited about this game. Talk to me. I'm, Come on, ask I'm me whatever just, you like. 
But, well, first of all, I'm very disappointed that it's on a Monday night, okay? Uh, it, it annoys me. It should be on a Sunday. Come on. Um, but that's okay. Look, it is what it is, and uh, we'll, we'll leave it over for the Monday night. Um, <coughs> excuse me. This is, this is the one where you're just looking at it and you're thinking, oh, my goodness. Now, I'm going to put the prediction straight out there before we even talk about it. And I'm sorry, mate, but Man United are going to win this game. Um, they're going to win it. They're going to go for it. They're going to grind that one out, and uh, um, uh, they're, they're going to win. It's at Old Trafford. There's been so much hype about this. There's been so much crap going on around the Mourinho circus that it just smells, and I, I hate to say it, it smells like a Manchester United horrible win. Tottenham will play the better football as they have done for the past three or four seasons. Mate, I know I can, I can hear you seething at, at, at me right now. It's going to happen again. Tottenham are going to play the better football, both halves. They're going to deserve better. They may even hit the crossbar a couple of times. Man United to win it 1-0. Mate, I see why you've gone for that prediction because last season... Uh, we went up there, and I believe Manu had they'd won their first six or seven, I think, and mm-hmm. then they'd gone to Liverpool and parked the bus. Uh, they'd not only parked the bus, they also parked uh, all of the laundry, the you know the boxes you do the laundry and those little push around mm-hmm. things. They parked yep. that in front of the goal. Uh, yep. Jose asked that the substitutes sit in front of the goal. Front they of the really goal, yep. had no interest. They got the elephant from the from the local circus to to come along in this part. Yep, yep. Yeah, was, yeah. everything was parked in front of the goal. They got a nil-nil at Anfield. Jose was, over, over, was overjoyed and everyone else was disgusted with him. He didn't quite understand why. And then, of course, they lost, I think, to Huddersfield almost straight away afterwards. And then they were under big pressure coming into that, that home game with Tottenham. And they parked the bus and yep. um, basically scored on a mistake from Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer misjudged yes. the flight of a ball. Martial went in behind him. That's right. Finished quite well. Didn't do anything for the rest of the well, season. He scuffed it. I thought he scuffed it. But yeah, anyway. kind of a uh, little bit. Uh, anyway, and then the season before that uh, was very, very similar when we went to Old Trafford. Kane gave the ball away in the middle of the pitch. Uh, Mkhitaryan went through on goal and, and scored. In both games, we missed chances. Last year, Deli Ali missed a really good chance. The year before, Wanyama missed a header from underneath the crossbar. So mm-hmm. I understand absolutely why you've gone for that moon needs a result but. <laughs> but mate all i will say is and i and honestly don't know if this will happen and it probably won't but there is a narrative that could happen here where the joyousness of a tottenham <laughs> could happen because mate tottenham are pro football jose is an entertaining man i love him he's the pantomime villain i, I would miss him if he was gone but yep. it is essentially evil yes. you know <laughs> he's like hans gruber in die hard he's wonderful and enjoyable but he is in essence trying to kill everybody and take their money so he had to die at the end <laughs> and that's kind of what should really happen to jose and i think also yeah just not in this game though it's going to be at the end of the season just yeah, yeah, quite well, quite possibly. No, mate, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Tottenham are the next one. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if if Man United do sneak a horrible one nil. I mean, the, yeah. I don't see a way that Man United are going to come come out and go. 
we'll get after them, we'll, we'll press them high, we'll really push them into the spaces and we'll try and get three quick goals. That's not going to happen, right? That, I don't nope. see. And if that did start to happen, I think Jose would put a stop to it pretty quickly. He'd be like, what, what, are, what are they doing? Stop, it. <laughs> stop scoring. <laughs> stop it. Um, so, I don't. I really. I really don't see that happening. But it's like it's like he doesn't know how to celebrate, and, unless he's under extreme pressure. Have you noticed that as well? I mm. noticed that towards the end of his time at in his first spell against Chelsea. That you know, once they started scoring three, four, five, six goals against people, he didn't really know how to celebrate anymore. He was a bit like, oh, this is very uncomfortable. Yeah, they they went away to Swansea when Swansea were a decent team, thumped them five nil, and then he seemed to say, you know what? I want to win every game 1-0. No, no more of that 5-0 crap. <laughs> that was it. No more. Forget it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, but I think, yeah. I think football, people, the light, good, everything that's morally correct, uh, Obama, they all want Tottenham to win. You know? Um, and I can <laughs> feel, I can feel the just overwhelming support for for the lads for for harry and for kieran and just all of my lovely lovely boys to go up there (laughs) and give them a thorough spanking just i mean if tottenham win mate we will boss them off the park even if we beat them one nil and it's only one we'll 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 miss 10 i tell you now we missed a Mm. whole bunch in the fulham game we missed chances tottenham are a team that even though Harry Kane is uh, 30 goals a season man, Harry misses chances as well. So I get the feeling that if we do win, we will boss it. And I'm quite looking forward to bossing it. <laughs> you should do. Are you, do, you think, do you think it's, it's going to be a repeat of last week as well? Will they play Alderweireld? I mean, he... Uh, I, I mean being ex-Southampton again, obviously I, I was able to see him up close and personal for, uh, for a good uh, season uh, uh, with us before you stole him off us. Um, uh, well done again. Anyway, um, yeah, and I, I thought he was very, very good. I thought Alderweireld, I think Alderweireld is a great, great football player. And it almost mm, seems he is like, very good. It, it almost seems like something that like, I wonder if he'll, He'll be the one who comes up and scores from a header or something, you know. And uh, and that would and, be a and, tasty bit of narrative because they did try really hard to buy him. Or no, that's Jose, right. Jose really wanted to buy him. Uh, um, Out makes Vertonghen and Sanchez better as well because he's he's very calm. Uh, yes. I would. Yeah. I wonder if Manchester United Sanchez will play. He adds um, pace and a little bit of guile up front that they otherwise don't have. I'm really wondering, I mean, if they play Lindelof and Bay again, I, I think Mora, Ali, Ericsson and Kane wow. will be literally rubbing their thighs onto the pitch. Harry will have a little <laughs> look over and Lindelof's playing. Oof. And like Christian will be, Harry, stop it. Don't rub him out here. It's not nice. <laughs> oh, dear. I re- yeah, I mean, they had the stinker, didn't they? They absolutely had a stinker against Brighton. And I think... Um... Oh, yeah, they won't be that bad know, again. It, it, they will uh, not be that bad again. Even if, well, even they, if they, they shouldn't upset be. them all, they won't be that bad again. I think Bailly is better than that. Yeah, Lindelof, I'd agree with you. No, he's not better pro- than that. That's, that's where he is. Yeah. That's his level. He's yet to prove himself. He came with a very hefty uh, price tag again as well, didn't he? For, for a defender, 30 mil, um, you know, and that was a couple of seasons ago as well. There was a high, high praise when he came from Benfica. And, uh, 
I don't know. I think uh, it's, it's, look, I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just, one of the reasons why I think I want to talk about this a little bit is because for me, Mourinho needs to win this game more than anything, you know, and it's for, for the future of Mourinho. Uh, I, I just feel like a victory is what he needs here right now. Now, uh, I wonder what it's like to be a Manchester United uh, uh, supporter right now, now uh, because they've got this manager who, you know, he's just got trophies coming out of his, out of every orifice, you know, and he can hardly walk. Um, and he's just such a, a he, he is a colorful character. He is obviously, you know, we're, we're not denying a, a fantastic, a fantastic coach, but something is, is wrong here and the fans can feel it, but I don't hear many fans protesting at the moment, but if they lose this game, I wonder if we'll get, quite an outpour and whether the pressure will be just too much. Um, now, I heard somewhere <clears throat> uh, recently that I'm not sure if it's this match or if it's next match, um, but I, th I think it's this match, actually, that um, apparently the fans of Manchester United are going to be flying a banner across the stadium have you heard about this yes and i believe flying. they're not doing it for this game because it's a night game and it'll be too dark because it's not ah. a it's not a banner is it it's a uh, sky writing you know uh, when, when the plane writes a message ah. oh right would, okay that would, that would be so funny if it wrote a message and it was a night game and no one could bloody see it <laughs> i was looking at it going what are they doing are they doing something up there uh, it doesn't matter let's just watch the game you know or if it starts snowing all of a sudden it's a bit early to snow isn't it it's just august um but uh you know, <laughs> and it's it's basically gonna say you know it's 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 going to ask for the resignation of of uh, of Ed Woodward, isn't it? So, uh, not Mourinho, funnily enough, and I'm very surprised about that. You know, I'm thinking like, Mate, they're scared so of that him. must mean. Can you imagine how how oh, upset Mourinho <laughs> would get if someone dared fly a banner with his name on it and it said anything negative about? I oh, think he, he, well, he'd probably literally murder straight all. away, wouldn't he? He'd be like, you know what? I think he'd hire a sniper <laughs> and he'd just have them shot. That's uh, yeah, <laughs> he probably would. He probably would. It's um, it's. Uh, what, what, I don't know. What do you think? Is it crunch time for Mourinho? I mean, is yeah, this? Undoubtedly, I don't uh, think uh, he's for uh, that club much longer. I really don't. I think it was a a mismatch. Manchester United do have this desire to be a swashbuckling team. They really do. Uh, mm. I think I think they wanted Guardiola and didn't properly go for him. And City laid the groundwork by getting. Guardiola's mates in and then getting Guardiola in. Uh, mm -hmm. I think uh, someone like Klopp would have been better. For, I think it's a mismatch. I don't think he belongs there. Jose belongs at a team like Chelsea that don't have a strong tradition of winning, but do have plenty of money that don't really care about how they win. Like Chelsea don't have, there's not like this desire at Chelsea to win in a certain way. They don't care. I mean, they aren't like every fan. They'd rather win True. it somewhere. But, but, you know, some some clubs... Madrid, I think, was a fairly decent match for him because Madrid is also win first. The silkiness is not... I mean, of course they want to look better, but it's Madrid is a win first club. Inter were no. a win first club. You're right. And I think he needs to find himself another win first club. I'm not quite sure who that's going to be or who can afford him. Uh, PSG are not going to turn their back on, on Tuchel. 
this quickly, uh, at least not until the second half of the season mm. when he gets into the knockouts of the Champions League. Uh, obviously, the big Premier League teams have all got a, a manager. I don't see where he goes. That's the thing. I think otherwise he would have left. Um, do, you think, do you think he'll make it? Will he make it till Christmas? Mm, I wonder how expensive it is to sack him. Like, hmm. well, man, no, you know what, Man United could probably afford it. Ah, I don't think I, th- I think he'll persist. But also, who do you replace him with? Because whoever you bring in, it's not going to be a superstar manager, is it? Mate, Simeone. <laughs> oh, Chola. <laughs> but that's another mismatch because because Simeone does not does not win pretty under any <laughs> circumstances ever. So I mean, yeah, he's a he's a really good, really good manager and a, and a winning manager. But uh, if you're looking for someone who plays, you know, bright, exuberant, gorgeous, but Bielsa, mate, they should get Bielsa in to a spot oh, with Leeds. Mourinho at Leeds, Mourinho at Leeds. Yeah, it would be amazing. Like if he, like I, would, I think it would actually be great, great to see him down there, wouldn't it? Really, yes. yeah. just do a little swap, do a little swap, little swapsies. It'll be very, very good. I don't come in. It's like uh, you know, I'm you know I'm I'm with you though. Like it, I, I would miss Mourinho if he was uh, if he was sacked or if he quit mutual con- mutual consent whatever. I don't know. Um, I think he'd probably take maybe take a sabbatical, you know, and and seek some time off. Maybe do a bit. Of- Punditry? No, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do punditry, would he? Would he? Well, unless it was for the Russians, I don't don't think so. But um, (laughs) all right, okay. Well, look. Anything else you want to add uh, with that? We, we, oh, oh, your prediction for Man United, Tottenham. Oh, I predict that Tottenham will be the better team. That's all I'm predicting. I'm not going for a score. (laughs) Telling you, Tottenham will be the better team. All right. Okay. Um, that's a second time out of three that you have decided not to give us a prediction. Um, uh, I'll remember this. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> see how many more times. Yeah, I'm just going to go for that for that one nil win simply because you know, uh, and I think um, you know, Man United really do need it, and I still have a place. Obviously, I'm being. Portuguese biased here. I've still got a, a, a little place in my heart for for Mourinho, and uh, and I do hope he, he he sort of he gets past this uh, uh, this phase and just starts winning a few matches and, and and just gets a bit happier and a bit sillier and talks about uh, 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 you know milking cows and stuff like he used to or milking horses. I think that's what he was his expression as well. Young hegs. Uh, yeah, and young Heggs as well. You know, I, I you know bring back the old Mourinho. Come on, I, that's that's what I'd like to see. Um, Right, okay, let's take a, a bit of a breather and, uh, and come back. And I think we're going to have to do Europe very, very quickly. Let's grope Europe. Lovely. <laughs> 